0: Hello everybody and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined as always by my good buddy, John. Pull up a spot in the park is our new logo. How's that saying, John? There
1: you go. There you go. Uh, Actually, I'm sitting backstage in Animal Kingdom today.
0: Oh, awesome. What what we did is, John, I made you up a custom WDW Main Street rolling stool that you can roll around the entire (laughs) property.
1: There you go. I can just leave it out here chain it up somewhere and take it out when I need it, right?
0: Yeah, it's one of those ones that like the creeper stools that you use on auto mechanics or there working on stuff It you know, it's, it's 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 impervious to weather. It's a really nice piece I got you John it has yeah. lampy you you get the fart right on lampy every time you sit down on it. There you go Yeah, yeah. You know, just watch him. He has a flame John. You don't want to light the lamp <laughs> up too high so. so how you doing my friend?
1: uh doing all right uh, working still working a lot so uh actually uh made a, a bit of a boo-boo this week and got sent home one day for uh going over 70 hours in a week so <laughs> yeah, whoops so
0: now is that a do you get points or anything for that uh
1: no it was a verbal warning and it was kind of the wink wink nod nod thing we appreciate you working so much but you can't do that type thing so no she 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 was real nice about it and <laughs> it was uh we understand and and i'm just I, I mean actually i was trying to help you know so nah no nah, i didn't i didn't get in trouble so
0: no but just i did sad. have to go home <laughs> no, no it's sad you get in trouble for doing the right thing john it's, uh, all, it's well, always it's, the way
1: that's dot regulations it really has nothing to do with disney i don't think they would mind if i worked 80 hours a week but dot regulations require 70 hours and seven days is the most you can do so
0: yeah and 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 i know when these guys are driving over the road they never fudge their logbooks, do they john (laughs) it never Never. ever happens does it buddy no 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 yeah and and the people that they work for outside the uh like these other trucking companies they really do put the employee at the utmost respect and worry, don't they, John? They never make them work more than a 10-hour day, do they, John?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, my last job, good God, 14, 15, 16-hour days. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and and it was like 70 hours was like you, you, I know guys that was both my fathers were truck drivers and my stepfather uh, Hutch was a truck driver over the load, over the road, over the load and he can get 70 hours in in three days am i wrong (laughs) yeah yeah uh, probably probably i don't know
1: it's a lot it's a lot harder nowadays because they've got electronic logs that actually uh, tie into your system of your of your truck and everything like that and all of all of disney's stuff is loaded directly into the dot website so it's you can't even you can't even try to fudge
0: anything so well that's a good thing john but you know what i'm saying it's like you know, the, the, we always talk about how the good guys finish last. Just like here locally now. And again, a little service message from our show. Please, everybody get vaccinated. I'm 100% behind it. Whatever it takes to get you vaccinated, I'm behind. But it's a perfect example of you do the right thing, you get nothing but doing the right thing. Now, this weekend, the Phillies had a game where anybody who bought tickets for the game and went there and got vaccinated, got two free tickets, free hot dogs, and free drinks, John.
1: So, Go get vaccinated again.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but the point is, is it's like, what about everybody? Like, I think everybody in the stadium that was already vaccinated should also get a free hot dog and a free drink. Am I wrong? Yeah,
1: man, you're right.
0: You're right. Yo, butthead, you did the right thing. You get nothing. But you decided to wait this long and have continued to spread the virus. Here's your prize. Am I wrong?
1: Pretty much right.
0: I mean, it is just so messed up. And like the local cities with the lotteries. Like, okay, you want to give people a lottery for getting it? It should be everybody that has been vaccinated is in the lottery. Am I wrong?
1: Yep exactly
0: Uh, oh no we're gonna leave you out because we don't have to worry about you you're the idiot that always does the right thing you're the good kid in the family that the parents don't have to pay any attention to because you do the right thing we'll take care of this brat all day am i right
1: (laughs) exactly right
0: yeah it's just so so sad but anyhow Go get vaccinated. But it really it really irked me that, yeah, you're going to go to a game. And how would you feel sitting there, John, that you and you and Lisa and JJ all went and got vaccinated. And then these three idiots come and sit next to you with the big foam finger. I got vaccinated and all free stuff. Don't you feel like a schmuck? <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm glad you idiots finally came to the prom. If you understand, what I'm saying. showed up to the game. But, you know, how come I am being punished for it? But anyway, go get vaccinated, everybody. And, John, have we figured out when Judith and Tommy Lee's uh, vacation exactly is so we could set this football game up so I can get your 25 hours that me and you agreed upon off air? Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, well, actually, I've got the poll set up on the, all of our uh, friends who are part of the uh, Main Street uh fantasy football league go to your go to the home page on facebook and vote for your day that you want to uh to put in as a, a, a draft day so
0: okay well i know what days i'm voting for i'm gonna text tommy today and say yo buddy when you going away exactly because i need to vote for one of those days i need an advantage anyway and get it john
1: yeah no nah, i think we all need advantage against evan he's the, uh, the current winner so looks that way
0: no so. I, I could lose to everybody in the league but just not pat
1: okay okay
0: so Pat's the only knucklehead I have to beat when we play that's all I care of I want to beat pat but anywho uh speaking about taking a beating did you see the new prices on the Mickeys once a once upon a time Christmas parade uh no. christmas party pretty
1: uh, really, pretty ridiculous are they
0: oh yeah the I mean the the highest price is what I'm going by but uh the day of if, if, they're beginning at 169 prices has increased for what is we've seen at disney after hours boobash 129 to 199 beginning at 169 up to a one, 249 plus tax the mm-hmm. holiday event adds additional hours along with a parade and fireworks pricing for the mickey pricing for the mickey's very merry christmas party in 2019 were 99 and 139. So in two years they've gone up fifty dollars, John.
1: that's uh that's fairly uh fairly stout.
0: Yeah, I got some prices here from before, John. What do you think the price of this party was in twenty thirteen? Probably thirty-nine dollars, forty-nine dollars. Well you're even being more generous. It was sixty-seven dollars.
1: Okay. Yeah. Sixty-seven
0: dollars. Then in twenty fifteen it went up to eighty two. Twenty eighteen, one fifteen. Twenty nineteen, one thirty nine. So there's been like a $15 increase each year. This year, Disney says the hell with you. We're going up $110 and we're going to get it from you because you're dumb enough to give it to us. And, and and I got everybody out on Twitter going, well, the crowd, they're doing this for you to control the crowds. I guarantee you, there's more people in the park for this party in 2021 than there was in 2013. Would you disagree with me on that, John?
1: yeah i've seen the crowds they're nowhere near as big as the, the the christmas party the crowds uh or the halloween parties i've seen before so i mean i i've worked a couple of the events and i would say that there's a definite uh less of a crowd so
0: yeah well do you think it's a, worth 110 dollars more would you pay 249 no way. for one night <laughs> not even close <laughs> no way uh. I mean, I I mean, I, I wish to God I was, but I would like to take a poll of everybody, every one of our listeners and like all the Disney, all of us that drink the Kool-Aid that like actually need a vaccine against Disney to stop us from being so stupid. But we're never going to get that vaccine, John. And I don't think we'll ever be cured because, again, I still can't wait to go again. I'm trying to talk Brendan when we're going to go again. But are you making four times the amount of money now that you were making in 2013? No, I would say not, not I don't sure. know I don't know anybody that is like maybe a person that was like uh working at the McDonald's as a fifteen year old in high school maybe now they're making four times the amount. but if you're a grown human being unless you got very lucky or your business really took off, you're not making four times the amount of money you made in eight years ago i just I don't know where they continue to think we're gonna come up with this money John. I don't know people do. Yeah, well, I think it's – I'm seeing rumblings, and, and if party numbers are down, John, because I if party numbers are down, it's only because people don't want to pay it. Because I know Disney isn't blocking the amount of people going to it. I can I can guarantee you the allotted amount is the same now as it was before. I don't think they've taken any of the limits down. I really don't. Because the crowds have been crowded. The parks have – there's no – look, normal day at the park doesn't look like it's less crowded right now, does it, John? Uh no no,
1: I mean it, uh, with the exception of uh, some of the resorts still being closed, I would say it's uh, as close to 2019 as as we have been. So and, and more and more places are opening all the time, which I'm happy
0: about. So yeah,
1: but yeah, the the crowds are definitely big, that's for sure. So
0: yeah, well this is what you get. You get once upon a time Christmas parade. So that's worth 75 bucks, I would say. Minnie's wonderful Christmas fireworks. So there's a hundred. So that's a buck seventy-five right there. Holiday attraction overlaid. Jungle Cruise transform into the Jungle Cruise. So can I ask you this, John? And Monsters Inc. Laugh floor has new jokes. But during the day, did they take all the scrims off the Jungle Cruise like normal hours that you can't see this Christmas thing? You overlay. No, oh, no, okay, so
1: you can see the Jingle Cruise anytime.
0: Okay, so it's nothing special, but they're telling me right now that's what you're getting special. After the park closes, day guests enjoy less time waiting in lines, 20, let, more than 20 attractions, including Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Haunted Mansion, Jungle Cruise, Big Thunder Railroad, Dumbo, Peter Pan, Space Mountain, and more. Uh, sightings of Disney's characters throughout the park dressed in their holiday best. so during the normal day Minnie and Mickey are not in any holiday outfits are they during regular hours John?
1: Uh, that one I don't know yeah, I
0: know was there was
1: it? the time I went to the Halloween and the Christmas party there were specific characters there okay. in specific cost, costumes that weren't available during the day
0: so. yeah maybe there are more I have seen Minnie and Mickey in Christmas garb during regular hours yeah, during Christmas week yeah
1: I think so, I, think yeah. so. I know uh, uh, but I mean that's that's but you know, when we went, it was actual meet and greets. I mean, just yeah. seeing the characters—that there's something that's—it's not the same. You know what
0: I mean? So. No, you just get to see them here, John. Yeah. There's nothing about yeah. a meet and greet, but yeah. hey, that's worth more money, dude. You get the—it's who? It's—it's better now. Uh, Sighting of – you get to see sightings of. That's all it says, John. You don't get to go near them. You can sight them.
1: <laughs> it sounds like Bigfoot or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh main street usa snowfall which is really cool we've seen that before i love the snow that's worth seven thousand dollars i think they're under for that one club tinsel party at tomorrowland enjoy complimentary snacks and ice cream which they have always had specialty holiday food and drinks will be available get a load of this for purchase And Disney Photo Pass will offer magical shots throughout the night. So is there anything here that they're giving you more than they did two years ago that justifies a $110 raise? Not that I can tell. I mean, it was $15, $15, $15. And then I think Disney said, these people are so stupid. And they will give us anything we asked them. We're just going to go for it. And Chapik said, $110. And people are laying it down. So... You go ahead, Jake. Get your own private jet this year. You deserve it. Uh, Mer- Here's the pricing by date Monday, November 8th is a bargain, John. You get it for only $189. Tuesday, the 9th, is 169 169 So it looks like the lowest is right at the beginning the two 169s, a bunch of 189s in the month of November. Then, November 21st, this is when all the difference in the world starts, John. It goes from 189 on the 19th to 229 on the 21st. John, wouldn't you like to be the guy that got to go on on the 21st? Because you're getting so much more than the guy got on the 19th for an extra $40 a family member. <laughs> what do you think, buddy?
1: Uh, it, it's closer to Christmas. There you go. That's yeah. The yeah.
0: yeah, then November 30th, it drops back down to 209 which I don't understand. Uh, oh, oh that's a tuesday night and then we go back we're 200s all through december and then from december 19th and december 21st it's 249 dollars not even christmas day they're not they're not even selling and i don't even see the price for christmas day here john maybe they're not having a party christmas day i guess they just keep the parks open all night that night, maybe
1: uh they uh, they traditionally they don't have the christmas party on on christmas day they just yeah they actually do stay the keep the parks open a little later and everything because it's a a packed day anyway and getting that many people out of the park would probably be impossible so
0: okay so halloween though they can they throw it on halloween night but not on christmas night yeah but all this stuff here man i have to admit it's worth 110 more family of 4, $440. I would leave there with such a smile on my face, John, an extra 440 for all that extra stuff I got. Oh, <laughs> uh, and I got another grape, John. Have you been watching YouTube lately any? No. No, I
1: haven't seen anything.
0: I love all of our uh, YouTube followers. I mean, all of the I watch a lot of YouTube Disney shows. I like watching them for the news and information and getting different perspectives instead of my old crotchety butt all the time if you follow me. But I mean, it's getting to the point where you're going you to you're, you're gonna have to subscribe to YouTube because if you watch an hour show, there's like five commercial breaks in it now, John.
1: Yeah, Hulu's like that. I got the cheapest version of Hulu, and it's just one commercial after another. So, yeah, it gets frustrating after a while.
0: But even with that, and I'm not trying to make an excuse for it, but that's what I signed on to. I got the same thing, John, because I don't watch Hulu a ton. Yeah, yeah. But you, YouTube was always you watch the video. Or there was one ad in front of it. You watch the ad, and then you watch the video. Now it's like every show you watch is broken up into. Ads just come out of nowhere. It, 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 it's like taking away what you were used to, if you follow me. And, and it's driving me nuts. It's like there's nonstop commercials. I feel like just for craps and giggles, maybe dropping like 20, 25 commercials into our show. What do you think? You think everybody would like that?
1: <laughs> and just right in the middle.
0: Yeah, because I could do that. I mean, on our Podbeam account, they can they, they they ask me every week, insert commercials, insert commercials, insert commercials. So should we do that? You think our fans would like that, John? Uh, you
1: know, I, I, I want to keep the five listeners that we have, so probably
0: not a good one. <laughs> okay. Yeah, those five are important to us. And the sad part is most of them are husband and wife teams. So we have two husbands and wives and one single, right, John? <laughs> Something like that. You're right. Oh, <laughs> uh, my God. But anyway, Disney World operating hours have been extended through the 30th. And you want to know another good news I got that I know our wonderful, loving, dear, beautiful friend Judith is going to love? What's Did that? you see the hotels on Hotel Plaza Boulevard also get to enter the parks a half hour early, John?
1: Oh, wonderful.
0: Our, our friends at the Wyndham today, they they tweeted out. I retweeted it because I love the Wyndham so much. that Join us at the Wyndham in, starting October 1st. If you stay at the Wyndham, you also get the enter the parks a half hour early, John. There you go. So I asked you, John, if that's the case, why would you pay, again, $100 more to stay at one <laughs> Disney resorts if, if if they're not giving you anything now?
1: I I do pay more to stay at Disney
0: resorts. I mean, obviously. I well, don't you don't because you're DVC. You yeah. Do, no, but but you, I mean, you get the good resorts. I'm talking about staying at all-star movie oh, well, or staying yeah, at the window yeah, is my point
1: yeah yeah no there'd be no question but I mean even for me Doug there was there' was certainly the option to get um, other timeshare than DVC and I chose DVC and paid more for it so you know
0: and you were a hundred percent right for doing it because when you pay, when you did get it you did get the perks it was a it was a great deal when you got it and now it still is for you because you actually paid it off when you did but if you were seriously thinking about starting right now what do you really get? I would make you travel agent. You'd do better off being an agent getting discounts than you do as a DVC member.
1: Especially with this show
0: right now, I could be with our friends over at David's. You could rent uh four weeks a year through David's for less about the same that you were paying for your uh your uh your dues every month. You understand right now for what you get in perks if you follow me, John.
1: Yeah, yeah. That, we didn't have any perks when I when I joined DVC. I mean, we joined it because we wanted to stay at Disney resorts. So,
0: but you you got valet parking and all. You, no, so it, I never did. You, <laughs> or well, at least I, I never used it. That was yeah, you was never no used it. With, yeah, you, certainly you, with you, no you,
1: consideration for me. So, I mean.
0: but you got your twenty percent, and you get all your stuff. Do you get? So you did good. You did good. I mean, yours is paid off now. You when you bought, I would have bought, John. I would not. Right, right now, I would not buy if I had the choice. Uh, if i was going to buy now i'd buy aftermarket you know yeah but then they take that's the reason i wouldn't because they take everything from you you get nothing aftermarket you don't get any of the perks now disney took all them away you don't get any of your discounts if you buy aftermarket they they took all that that's the biggest problem that's why i was saying they devalued your ownership by doing that because if you god forbid you ever oh where are you at
1: you got friends coming over.
0: Tell them to listen to this show, John. Yeah, there you go. So, where at are you in the animal kingdom? Actually, what do uh, you, what, what do you see cool that you can tell us about?
1: I'm sitting outside Pride Rock, which is the break room. Uh, so I can hear uh, every once in a while I hear the train, and oh, I can hear awesome. the people screaming on uh, Expedition Everest. So, yeah, and about every every 10 minutes there's a deep bass rumble that shakes almost uh, almost shakes the picnic benches i'm sitting outside on and that's from uh uh the flight of passage building it it it, it's almost like a sonic boom when when some (laughs) of the special effects go off in there so
0: oh dude it was almost a sonic boom the last time i was on it with everything i had for uh, breakfast that morning there you
1: go that's uh, you do not want that sonic boom
0: Dude, it was real close. I never got sick on that before, but this last trip with that lady over there yelling and screaming, I could I took my eye off that screen, John, and yep, I I it. I went very whiskey sour very quick. If you follow <laughs> me, uh, anywho, and I have one other. Uh, I was uh, our fantasy football league we were talking about, John. Yeah. And you watch a lot of sports and all, and do do you? Do, do, I even hate it with my own team. Do you hate this? Do you like do you like listening to your local announcers when they're the biggest homers and like you see a guy thrown out at first base and they're still saying, well, I don't I don't see it. I mean, he's out by ten feet. Does that bother you when you're watching the Gator? When you're listening to your Gators and they're they won't give up that the Gators are getting their butt kicked that somebody else's fault? Uh,
1: for the most part, most of my announcers I listen to, they're not. I mean, obviously they're biased because they're going to root for the, the and And I don't mind that, but no, they're not blind, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. And actually one of the, one of the guys that comments for the Rays, he's almost, uh, he works too hard to stay impartial, you know, and ends up praising the other team too much.
0: <laughs> so. <Yeah. laughs> but, well, I was watching the Jets and the Giants football game and Bob Papa. Yeah. I'm sure you heard of him. He does NFL network, but he's the Giants uh, narrator. I mean, the commentator the yeah, lead commentator, yeah. <laughs> Dude, this running back is in the end zone, literally up to his waist. Like, his whole torso is across the line. (laughs) And he's going, I don't think you could see that he's in the end zone. And even Carl... Right? (laughs) Like, uh, and Carl Banks, who played for the Giants, is going, well, Bob, his whole body, half his body's across the line. I don't... I can't see the football he's yelling. And I'm, like, screaming... John, do you hold the football between your legs when you're running it? I- I'm not sure about that, but is it usually in your arms?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's Well,
0: it. I mean, it was just it, it. It just I'm watching all these preseason games and the local commentators and even ours, like the Eagles, because we have two sets. We have ones that's do to preseason, and we and by the way, this show is being brought to you by the Adventures of Carmen and Brian followed him on Nor youtube yeah, yeah this sports portion yeah speaking of youtube but like we have two sets of announcers and we have this guy scott graham that does it preseason, and he is the same way it's literally i almost throw stuff at the tv when he's talking about like a guy will get dropped for a 10 yard loss and he'll be like look at the effort he made to break that tackle when he's running backwards as a running back if you like it's just so annoying like i think the worst thing about preseason game is listening to preseason announcers
1: yeah yeah they're they're pretty uh one-sided and uh a lot of them need a lot of practice too
0: i mean this guy scott graham though the reason i brought up i actually did this guy's house so i think i even hate him worse because he brought this bought this brand new house and i had to go do the year-end work on it touch it up, any problems his house was one year old and looked older than my house being 53 years old at the time or whatever the hell it was. I have never seen a dirtier person or a dirtier family in my whole life. And do and, you ever see that person that buys the brand new car and within two months it looks like it's five years old?
1: Yes, they don't wash it, and they uh, smoke in it, and yeah, and totally beat the snap out of it, and throw all their... Yeah, what what drives me crazy is people that just throw, the, they'll get fast food and just throw the wrappers and stuff in the backseat, so...
0: Uh, I hear you. Well, that's what this house was like. I felt like I needed a hepatitis B shot when I left. <laughs> uh, but anywho, two more October dates added to extend evening hours at Walt Disney World theme parks. So I guess this is for the people staying on property, John. Two more dates have been added to the schedule for the upcoming extended evening hours at the Walt Disney World theme park for 2021. October 25th and 27th had been added to the previously announced dates in October, bringing a total of 16 hours of extra time in the parks. October 4th, 16th, 11th, 13th, 18th, 20th, 20, 25, and 27. 27th are all the dates, Guests staying at Disney Deluxe or Deluxe Villa Resorts will be out to take part in these extended hours. If you drop $289 a night at any of the moderates, you're crap out of luck because it ain't enough. So the Deluxe Resorts, which we all know, if, you, if you're if you not a Disney crazy like we are, it's Animal Kingdom Beach Club, Boardwalk, Contemporary, Grand Floridian, Poly, Wilderness Lodge, Yacht Club, Deluxe Villa Resort, Disney Deluxe Villa Resort, Bay Lake Tower, Boulder Ridge, Copper Creek, Disney's Animal Kingdom, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, Beach Club Villas, Boardwalk Villas, Old Key West Resort, Disney Poly, Disney's Riviera Resort, Disney's Saratoga Springs Resort, and the Villas at the disney's grand floridian resort and spa other select hotels is i'll stay here walt disney world swan dolphin and reserve all get this and shades of green so yeah that's not really i mean nothing against
1: the swan and dolphin but uh if you can't give it to Port Orleans riverside i don't see why you're giving it to swan and dolphin
0: well you're 100 percent right there john but apparently swan and dolphin paid a lot of money to uh get this
1: yeah i guess that's what it is
0: yeah, because they're considered a deluxe resort. And I guess that, uh, I don't know, maybe being the neighbors of all the other resorts there, they don't want to start a problem of that hotel being with those. I don't know, like segregating against those. Like, we're paying, this is a pr- premium area. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know, but I just, I, I just think everybody should get it. Like I've said before, if you, if you value the the on-property deluxe, moderate in value, and you go stay off property in all three of those categories. Each family is paying probably the exact same amount of difference for upgrading the stay. Like if you're staying a value off to a value on, the percentage of what you're paying is probably the same percentage as all three resorts. You get what I'm trying to say, John?
1: Yeah, it's a, it's probably about a 25% markup. But, uh, it, no matter where you stay, if you stay at the you know the Hyatt. Off-property, or if you stay at the uh, Polynesian, you're probably paying 25, about 25% more. But they both be deluxe resorts.
0: So. Exactly. That's my point. You're you're deciding <laughs> to stay with Disney and empty your pockets more. You should get the same the same deal. Yeah. You know, I I would love to. I can't wait. Me as an agent, and I will be doing this. I'm going to complain when uh, guests want to stay at a deluxe and get stuck staying at a moderate, and they wanted to stay at a deluxe. Well, you need more inventory then. Because it ain't fair that people have to stay at a moderate. Maybe they may say, yeah, I want to stay at deluxe because I want those perks. But, oh, you don't have enough inventory. So how's that fair? You're staying on property. You're staying on property. You should be rewarded for it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, you always have been. I don't know why they had to switch it. So.
0: You know, it's just they just want they want people to s- spend that extra $100 a night, that extra 700 a week, 800 or anywhere between seven and 1200 a week to stay on a deluxe resort. That's it's what it all comes down to. Uh, where are we at now, John? I've seen some things with this Harmonious, which has me a little happy, John. Okay. Which I've seen the. Uh, uh, harmonious features the work of more than 200 musi- musici- musicians, including Louis Fons- Fonsai, Lindsey Sterling, and American Idol finalist Danny Gokey. But <laughs> I'm sorry about that uh but they're they're saying that the good thing is is like they have people from around the world singing which will kind of tie it a little bit with <laughs> illuminations if you get what i'm saying yeah
1: yeah yeah a true international type of it.
0: yeah it says we're just 50 days away from the debut of a nighttime spectacular harmonious and we are learning more and more about the music which this is what i was excited about the music the soundtrack from Har- harmonious Harmonious <laughs> was produced remotely through more than a hundred separate recording sessions in different countries and in five states and a total of near nearly two hundred forty musicians, artists, composers, arrangers, cultural consultant, vocalist, and unique wholly authentic sound of the show. It makes a wholly authentic sounds the sounds of the show. Award winning Puerto Rican artist Louis Font. Fonsai, responsible for global hits, including uh, a, a Despacito, you know that, joins a Mexican songwriter. Uh, the Jungle Book, Mulan, there's all kind of Disney music in this. I think it starts off, John, with the, uh, from Moana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it says, Harmonious opens with an inspiring mentally of how far I'll go from Moana, which I love that song. And Go the Distance from Hercules performed by American Idol and three-time Grammy nominee Danny Gokey and a vo- vo- vocalist Alicia Garrett and Nanette Taib Ty- Ty- what is it Taib are you reading yeah, that's the same? what scene it looks thing? like yeah. 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 yeah you know what I am happy about and
1: uh, they didn't take the low hanging fruit. I don't see any frozen music on here and that certainly would have been the easy one to grab, you know, so I'll be happy if Let It Go is not included. I mean, not that I don't like the song, but I think we've all heard it enough. So
0: I 100% agree with you. And that that's funny. That reminds me. I actually seen the Black Widow yesterday.
1: Oh, okay. How was
0: it? Uh, It was it was good. We enjoyed it. It was a surprise. We took my sister in law to get her second shot yesterday. So we spent the afternoon with her to keep an eye on her. And she has one of these fire sticks that gets you to movies for free. Yep. One of her friends gave it to her. But it's a fun deal where the reason when you said Frozen, it reminded me of it. Like, you'll see, like, we were trying to do Jungle Cruise first because Brenda and her wanted to see that more than Black Widow. But every time we would download the Jungle Cruise, it didn't want to play. Just wanted to stream. All you seen was the circle. We tried to load the Jungle Cruise for about 40 minutes through all different downloads, and we just couldn't get it. But frozen kept popping up every time we downloaded <laughs> <laughs> so it was hysterical we kept getting frozen yesterday so anyhow finally the black widow loaded and it was it started off slow for me like trying to understand it like it's a movie i'll watch again but once it got rolling it was really really good it showed how a uh, uh, spoiler alert if you don't want to hear anything do you want me to tell you anything or no
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, you can tell me everything. I I doubt if I see it until it's free. (sighs) Well,
0: anyway, a little spoiler alert. The whole thing's about how she was separated from her family, but it shows her mother and father as she's growing up the whole nine yards, and then how they were separated because she's from Russia. The whole story is, you know, her and her sister were made into Russian assassins and stuff like that. They were created to be who they are from this evil person but it shows how their parents were, it's a whole story about her parent and their background, but there is a ton of action in it. It, As it went on, like all of a sudden, the family's back together, because it's it's sketchy at the beginning, you're trying to piece everything together, but all of a sudden the whole family, they start off sitting at a dinner table and then halfway through it, they're back at this dinner table in this secluded area. And they start talking and everything comes to you, like all the pieces of the puzzle, I mean, you're sitting there with that Rubik's Cube and all of a sudden you're spinning and all the colors are coming together. You finally start feel, realizing what the heck's going on. And then the movie gets really good from there because you know okay. what the whole deal is about. So I'll watch it again, which when I'm home, I'll be able to concentrate a little more than sit with the girls if you follow me because we were talking in between and stuff like that. But I, I think it's a really good movie. And the sad part is I don't know if she'll ever do another one after this whole Disney deal.
1: Yeah, the mess that they've got going. So, and again, uh, yeah, I really couldn't take sides and people no. arguing over millions of dollars, you know. So totally irrelevant to me. I, 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 can't, I can't even fathom it. So,
0: <laughs> yeah, You got people dying and yeah, won't get exactly. vaccinated and all this stuff. And, and that goes to show you what, like, some of the – like when we talk about one network will show one thing, the other network showing the other. One network showing the pandemic and the other one showing how uh, – uh, these two are fighting each other because they don't want to talk about what's going on if you understand what I'm saying the big yeah. story was Disney and uh, it's Britney Spears conservatorship oh
1: god. yeah that Jesus yeah. god I'm so sick of her
0: I mean I'll turn on uh, the local morning shows and literally the opening thing is about the pa- it'll be pandemic and then Britney's conservatorship is yeah. the most important yeah. thing yeah, I mean, it just, it cracks you up. But, yeah, uh, those two things, man, they're really major in our everyday lives, worrying about, you think Brittany and Scarlett are going to be able to eat next week, John? Should we really?
1: We <laughs> better get that GoFundMe page. Yes, up I mean, for them.
0: I think Bob Iger, Chapek, uh, Brittany, and Joe uh, Scarlett, we should all get a big GoFundMe going for the four of them. Yeah. They need to buy another private jet in island. I I don't know if any of their moats are big enough, John, to keep us out. What do you think? They need there bigger
1: ones. There you go. That sounds good to me. But
0: yeah, just wah wah. Uh, Space 2020 to open in mid September. I'm looking forward to this, John.
1: Yeah, we went through the wine, uh, or we looked at the wine offerings and the beer offerings and stuff like that. So they're certainly going to have some interesting cuisine and then some great selections of alcohol. So it uh, sounds like some place that we're going to check out.
0: Yeah, and I love the whole inside atmosphere of it. It looks pretty cool. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing it, like, how, how you're going to feel like you're actually in space. And then they have the waiting areas where you can look down and see, like, Earth through, like, this this portal, if you understand what I'm saying, as you're looking down. It really looks cool.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It really does. And,
0: and then whatever this thing is, do you see this, uh, John, they have this one view of... It looks like a garden that's space-like. It has all the herbs and all in this tunnel with all it, – it looks like a big, huge, round refrigerator with all the herbs and spices and stuff in there. Did you see this?
1: No, I haven't, but it, it sounds vaguely something like uh, the land pavilion, right? But set for a space-type uh,
0: yeah, yeah, location. Yeah, what it kind of has is – like, not how your uh, your refrigerator has the sliding drawers <laughs> that you keep all your fruits and vegetables in? right well these look like little square boxes that go all the way around that has all their green vegetables all the way around like their herbs their basil and all the leaves like i, I can't see exactly what it all is but that's what it looks like it looks like a whole of all the natural right. herbs are in there and lettuces and stuff like that that's right, pretty right. cool there's actually a video here that you should play the space 2020 restaurant menu will feature a two course prefix menu for lunch and a three course prefix menu for dinner. So uh, I don't know if I'm into that, but i i like I still wanna try it. Hopefully yeah. to me, it's a prefix that I'm into.
1: Or hopefully that's just one option. So uh,
0: Yeah, well it looks like uh it looks like it's the whole looks like that's the only way to eat, John. Mm. So uh, oh, my goodness, what else do we have here, buddy? Uh, music of Disney World 50th anniversary, the magic is calling. So they got all new music going to be released, too, for this, John?
1: Yeah, yeah, I
0: guess uh, it probably be new new
1: music for the fireworks show at Magic Kingdom, too. So, yeah, there's going to be a lot of new music. Hopefully it's as catchy as the stuff we're accustomed to, right?
0: Yeah, I hope so, I, I, I and I like new music, I just hope it's catchy, Like, and people pick on me, like I've been in arguments, believe it or not, John, I actually get in arguments with people. Ain't yeah, that... I can't believe that, Doug, I can't. Uh, no, thanks, buddy, I know you love me, truly do. But, like, some people get in arguments with me because of my, and you know how I was okay, with. I hated Maelstrom going, but I was okay, I got it, and Great Movie Ride, I can't believe that's been going five years now, John, can you? Yeah, it doesn't seem like it, does it? No, but I missed a great movie ride, but I get it. But, like, Illuminations was really the one that really hit me the hardest, and it still does. That and Mouse Gears, John. (laughs) (laughs) That and your souvenir shop. (laughs) Yeah, well, leaving, after Illuminations headed over to Mouse Gears, that was my tradition, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, anywho... There was something about the music with that parade and Illuminations that, am I lying? It grabbed you. It grabbed me the very—it had me at hello, if we want to talk to some t- Jerry Maguire here, John. But didn't that music of Illuminations and Tapestry of Nations have you at hello?
1: Yes, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it for the first time and, and, and uh, getting a kick out of it. And that was when uh, J.J. was, I think, uh, nine months old, the first time he saw it, and he loved it, so—
0: I mean me and my mother in law, like we, we butt heads on some things and stuff like that. We love each other dearly and but you know, butting heads with me, you know you gotta go really a long way to have to butt heads with me, John, but it happens. But one of the things that me and her have forever will have Hey uh, Hey ya uh, Hey ya uh, hey ya uh, hey ah uh, hey now tell me you didn't love that music from Tapestry of Nations when yep. that parade was going on.
1: It's on my phone.
0: Yeah, mine too, and Brenda's mom, when we went the following year, because we went down like four or five months after a trip we took her on, after, because she was there with us when Tapestry of Nations and Illumination started, and we were there that year and seen it, and we went back four or five months later, because it was one of those years where we went down, I think, four times that year, and uh, we bought her the soundtrack from that, which she still has, one of the CDs she still has, which is really cool. I, I keep trying to steal it from her, but it's a no-go job.
1: Very nice.
0: So, but yeah, uh, it says here that uh, Disney has revealed more than more about the music for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World with the first listen of the original anthem created by Alana Da Fonseca. Da Fonseca, uh, platinum singer, selling songwriter, and music producer Alana Da. Seca collaborated with award-winning composer Emily Bear and singer and singer Journey on the magical The Magic Is Calling. It's such a tremendous honor to be to write something that celebrates the place that brings so much joy to people, said Daf Fonseca. There's magic around all of us, and when you're there, you're, you, your feelings are – you are feeling it at every turn. So they have the music out. This song is out if you want to go listen to the video. But I haven't heard it yet. Have you, had, John? No, I haven't heard uh, that yet.
1: And uh, I, I, from Harmonious, I recognize some of the songs, but I haven't heard that yet either. So it's definitely something we got to check out, right?
0: Yep, absolutely. It's saying here that it, it's uh, – I've scrolled down too far, Johnny. And the, music will, the music will feature all four theme parks during the Beacon of Magic Projection Show with different arrangements of the piece. So all four parks will have this song, but arranged differently. So. Okay. Uh, the Magic is Calling will also include special live entertainment moments across Walt Disney World Resort. You'll hear the anthem during Mickey Celebration Cavalcade featuring Iridescent 8 each day at the magic kingdom and listen for custom arrangements of the song performed by every everyone from main street Philhar- magic, philharmonic and dapper dance to discovery island drummers and voices of liberty um, i can't wait to hear the voices of liberty and the dapper Dance sing it
1: absolutely a little acapella going with it sounds good
0: yes uh magic kingdom closing early august 14th for a private park buyout event yeah we had people down there john that didn't know about it and found out the magic kingdom was closing at six o'clock that day for a corporate event
1: yeah i don't even think we knew about it because there was a lot of messages flying around uh that day on the box about (laughs) what's going on so it was like uh uh, that must have not had much notice at all do you know what company it was that bought it out
0: oh uh, i did have it too it was, it was a company we would all know too
1: yep it's an american company american tool company yes. Snap-on.
0: yeah 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 and i got a text from somebody i know that, that i booked a trip for down there and their park day for the magic kingdom was that day john
1: no oh, that stinks
0: yeah, and they texted me saying, uh, did you know about this? Like, I'm the idiot. Did, yeah, I, yeah, I'm,
1: yeah, exactly. Why'd you have us go here on this day?
0: Yeah, and, and I mean, they were nice. I booked multiple trips for them, and they were cool about it. But they were kind of like, I said, um, I said, stay at your room. Wink, wink, nod, nod. Maybe they'll send you money back. They'll reimburse you for kicking you out of the park early. Yeah, th- that'll happen, don't you think, John? Yeah, I don't see that happening. I mean, but how is that? I mean, I don't know. If it's my one week every three or four years, I'd be pissed off, John.
1: Yeah, and I mean, you know, to go to Disney and to have a good time, you have to plan things out. And to not have that information when you were making your planning is, you know, if they'd come out two months ago and said, yeah, on the 14th of uh, August, we're going to close there. That's one thing. But, yeah, with no notice, it was or very little notice not the not a very cool thing that's for sure
0: well i know with with, with, as of like three weeks ago when they were setting up their park reservations again because they were asking me about things if they could switch things i see nothing on there for august 14th about the park closing
1: early yep
0: and i think that's wrong i think it's 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 bad business i mean i and a lot of people or like if me and you we hop all over the place it's not a big deal but if you're like these people go every couple years if you follow me john yeah, and, and they probably don't have Park Hopper,
1: so they're yeah. locked
0: into that park. Yeah, and even if they did, because I, I think they did, the point was they didn't have the reservations, and then to tell them to go on there to hop. I mean, they didn't plan on it, if you understand what I'm saying, yeah. John. They yeah. do, they're do they the type that will do one park all day long. I told them, I think, to get Park Hopper this trip because of closings and stuff going on with COVID. I think it's also another uh, nice... Uh, Bonus to have as an emergency, as insurance, if you get what I'm saying, John? Yep. Like, say, if you're a little leery and one park's, like, ridiculously crowded and you want to leave, you could do that. You get what I'm saying? It gives you options. But the bottom line was, you still got to plan on doing They plan on – and it was their – I think it was their – I think they only had two Magic Kingdom nights, and they like the Magic Kingdom at night better, which a lot of us do, don't you? Yeah. I mean
1: – generally i end up at uh uh epcot at night but still yeah the magic kingdom is really nice at night
0: and again like if you were not living where you are john and you were going once every couple years and you had a magic kingdom day i think you'd want to stay there to close the park closing and see the nighttime lights and all that stuff yeah yeah. if you were there for a week i just think it's wrong to just pop that up on people and and i always think why couldn't they hold the snap-on tool event from nine o'clock until two o'clock john
1: yeah, exactly. I don't know why, yeah, they had to open at 6 or the event had to start at 6. I have no idea.
0: So if that event starts at 6, you know they're letting people in before that, John, Tell. Nah, so. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. Uh, Walt Disney Company's report quarter three 2020 earnings showing a return to profit for Disney parks. Go figure. Plus, they had the major landfall of Disney+. Plus. I mean, Disney+, Plus, dude, that basically prints money.
1: Yeah, actually, I watched the uh, Jungle Cruise one and the Haunted Mansion one of those behind the attractions. So I really enjoyed those. They were awesome, weren't they? Yeah, they're really good. I just every time I watch a Disney thing, I always feel like well Disney World gets slighted. It always is all about Disneyland, and you get a couple of mentions about Disney World, but for the most part, it's it's bending over and kissing Disneyland's butt. So. <laughs>
0: Well, that's my opinion. So. Well, I think that's going to change probably in the next year or so once all corporate gets to Florida.
1: Yeah, yeah, that may be true.
0: Yeah, I wonder if they're uh, a lot of their stances are going to change when they don't have to pay that eight gazillion dollars in taxes every year. Yeah,
1: no kidding, right?
0: Yeah, and and you know, it's just going to be very very interesting to see if the, if uh, I mean the, I I have a funny feeling d23 i'll constantly be at florida like you like like everything was more set at disneyland out out that area because of corporate i could see all that stuff now because and it, it always made sense to us like why would you want to cram all that into that when you had all this space and all this convention in florida area
1: yes there's there's so much more room here to do just about anything they want to so so
0: but i have a feeling in the next few years by the time i move there john everything will be there
1: yeah, you may be right.
0: Uh, is a second-level entry and exit coming to the Magic Kingdom ferry boats, John?
1: I I don't know. It's an interesting idea, isn't it? So a lot of work is taking place around the Magic Kingdom ferry boat this week, lending weight to the possibility that Disney is adding an entry and exit point to the second level of the boats. A new gangway is being prepared on the shore of the Seven Seas Lagoon, which has the same look as the gangways that currently lead to the ferry boats from the dock. In addition, we can see some risers next to the gangway that would be needed to get it at the same height as the second level. On board the Admiral Joe Fowler, the front and rear standing areas alongside the cockpit have been removed and new gates installed. This would roughly mirror what is in place on the lower level for entry and exit. uh, Finally, crews are installing new pilings in the water between the boat docks that could be used to support the risers that would be needed to enable the entry and exit from the second floor via the new gangway. So, to me, it sounds like a great idea to just get people on and off a lot quicker, you know,
0: so yeah, I mean, and if I was Disney, I think it sounds good i'd love the i love these boats, but this is just me and 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 tell me if you don't agree with me, I mean, they're losing money here. I think they should actually charge if you're not staying on property, they should actually charge you to take these ferry boats across John or hop on the monorail.
1: Uh, well, what about me? Um, I should, yeah, uh, you should. Uh, I should uh, take a ticket every time you get on, right?
0: <laughs> no, not the bus, because you're taking people from the resorts. But I mean, if you're actually getting on that ferry boat from the parking lot, you should have to pay for, it unless you're staying on property, John. I mean, come on, Disney, you're losing money. You got to get every last penny out of us. <laughs> come on, I, I want to do it. You got to do it, guys. Take that money. If you don't have a Magic Band that shows that you're staying on property. And you get on that boat, man. You know what? Ten bucks, John. Why not?
1: You know, back when I worked on the monorails when I was a kid, uh, when you did the uh, uh, resort monorail, and this was '87, you had to show your room key to get onto the uh, resort monorail. So it, it's weird that that has that has changed because it used to be I actually used to have to prove it. So
0: yeah, and I'm fine, but I'm saying, man. I mean, you get on these boats, dude. They should have they, they, even the friendship boats, if. You're going from park to park if you're not staying on property, even though you have a park ticket. Because, face it, John, a park ticket don't mean crap anymore. That, that just gets, says you have a park ticket. It doesn't entitle you to anything anymore. Literally, if you go from the friendship boat from Hollywood Studios over to Epcot and you're not staying on property, you should get nailed for 10 15 bucks 15 a person. I mean, you're they're leaving revenue everywhere right now, John. I mean, that's one crack, and crack that they haven't got yet. And give them time. Uh, I'm just saying. I mean, did you see this, uh, the train? All the, did you watch the news on that train, John? No, the I didn't new, The new, the express? Oh, they're no, fu- I have uh,
1: seen it.
0: Yeah, they're fighting over now. This is the latest that, what is it, the Bright Line? Bright Line, John?
1: Yeah, I think that's what it's going to be called.
0: Yeah, like I watch. you ever watch that kid, Mickey Views over there, Braden? Brandon? Nah. Or Braden, it's Braden. I was right the first time. It's a Mickey Views. It's a really, he does a good job. He's a younger kid that does a Disney newscast. And he did a whole story about this Brightline train service coming from, you know, coming from uh, the airport, from MCO. And, it, you know, they're already doing work on it and all. But you know what the biggest holding up right now is? They want the route they already have a route plan, Brightline does, that'll take you, know the way you told me. What was the road you told me to take uh, from there? From the from, airport? Oh, yeah, 417. 417. They have a plan to run right along 417 now because it's, it's a less populated area to take that way. Uh, the town wants them to go, the township wants them to go, and Universal and, and wants them to go by Universal and down in. But that would cost, and I forget the exact numbers, guys, so don't tweet, text, email me. I'm just putting it out there, and it's roughly. To go the way they want to go would be like, say, $1.7 to $2.2 billion, John, the original way. And to go the other way would be over $4 billion. It's like over double because of how more populated it is.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the easement to buy the property is going to cost more.
0: Exactly. But the other thing is, is Disney, in a way, only wants them to go to 417 because it still locks them into just Disney, if you understand what I'm saying. It hurts more people there for the ease of it, right?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: But you want to know what the biggest kicker of this, and it goes to show you what scum our politicians are, all of them. The biggest thing holding this all up, they want Brightline to pay back the city for all the money that they lose for traffic going through their toll booths. <laughs> so, these politicians claim that they care about the environment, they care about this, they care about that. they don't care about crap, they only care about their own pockets. The whole reason, one of the biggest things that's holding this up is they want to be reimbursed they're going they want to be reimbursed for the exact sun pass and easy pass that goes through the toll booths that they're going to lose because of this train.
1: Yeah, Isn't, that that wonderful?
0: Isn't that wonderful, though, John?
1: Yeah, it sounds like your typical politicians.
0: Yeah, we, we, we global warming, global warming, just like that, uh, what's his face, the lead secretary of, I can't think of his name right now, Kerry. Well, global warming, global warming. The guy flies, he's he's flying on his private jet like 30 times a year, and he's telling me about global warming, John. Yep. Like, Yeah, okay bite me Mr. Curry (laughs) you know what I'm saying but yeah the whole reason they're not building this is because one of the one of the holdups is because the money per car they want payment for that's horrible it really is they have to make it an agreement dude you're gonna get some tropical storms this week it looks like Fred's coming down maybe it'll wash out some of those politicians with him
1: nah I think Fred's staying off the coast uh, he's it's about 40, 50, maybe a little more off of the west coast. So, uh, towards Tampa and stuff, I think they're going to get a little bit of stuff, but not much. And and really, honestly, that storm's nothing worse than our afternoon thunderstorms, you know. So.
0: And then you have another one, Gre- Greta or Gerda or something like that behind it. I forget the name of that one. I think that one's yeah. supposed to even affect you guys. That one they're saying is supposed to go near the parks from right now. their forecast.
1: Yeah, that one looks a little meaner. So. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what see what happens i think it's this this coming weekend we're supposed to be looking for some rain so yeah uh
0: magic kingdom vice president melissa but, but, what is it volquette Volquet, Velaquet? melissa valiquette sure. comments on the progress being made on the reimagining of Spl- splash mountain at walt disney World. on so i mean we've been hearing about this forever now
1: yeah, yeah, and I don't think they've... They haven't even shut down Splash Mountain to do anything to it yet, so I don't know when that's supposed
0: to start. Yeah, I don't know, but... It's supposed to be switching over pretty soon. I mean, they're supposed to be starting it soon, so... Well,
1: it does say scaffolding is up. At, yeah. Uh, so, so I guess they're starting some kind of stuff on it, so...
0: Yeah, we're doing the Princess and the Frog. It's going to have Tiana in it, so... I don't know. I'm really gonna miss my briar patch, John.
1: Yeah, miss your rabbits. Yeah. You I, bear, 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 fox.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've heard mixed stories on that. I've had a lot of people that that have talked about that it isn't as bad as. I mean, it isn't even bad, but it's neither here nor there because now it's thought of as, and it'll never. Nobody's mind will ever be changed. But I don't know. I just enjoyed. I going in there. I never even thought about it, John. I just enjoyed the music and had a great time. Yeah,
1: yeah, but, uh, you know, it's a different age.
0: But I'm surprised, I guess, too, it's even horrible, too, that the the bear, I mean, the rabbit was mean to the fox and the bear, John. I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it's bullying, too, John. Yeah. It's really bad. I mean, God forbid that you bully them, too. I mean, whew, I don't know. Should we, where, the bear and the fox, I mean... I don't know if we should have Baron Fox die because the rabbit was mean. Should they never allow a rabbit back in the park again, John?
1: There you go. Get rid of them all.
0: Yeah, rabbits are horrible, horrible animals. Uh, what else do we have here? Boo bash, short wait, but short on entertainment. Bo- Disney's after-hour boo bash is short waits, but also short on entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, that's all I have on this site, John. What do we have on the other one real quick?
1: I'll see you uh, next Sunday. Guess what's next Sunday there, Doug?
0: Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I have no clue.
1: That would be my preview for Ratatouille.
0: You lucky SOB.
1: Yeah, but, and as of right now, I can only take myself. I can't even take JJ and uh, Lisa. Um, I did enter for a uh, a chance to win. They're, they're going to give away a certain number of... Uh, you can take up to two guests, I think. So I, I entered for that, but I don't know if I won yet. So
0: How can but, they just let all of you go on a John and your family? I don't know. I mean, I come on, Disney. Give you guys something. They give you nothing hardly anymore. It's oh, we do, okay. Man, we do okay. We do okay. You should do better, John.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, We do okay. <laughs> Boy, yeah,
0: me. I think the cast members are not treated as good as they should be.
1: Oh, okay, so speaking of uh, cast members and stuff, this, so this week uh, I was I've been a floater for the last couple several days, which basically means I'm just waiting for a call on the box to to go uh, wherever I'm needed. And so I'm sitting at Epcot, and it's 10:30, and the park doesn't even open until 11. I get a call to go to um, uh, let's see. Uh, Uh, art of animation and so i'm i'm gearing up to go over there and i look at the gate and there's actually people standing at the gate waiting to go to art of animation which is you know the park's not even open how are you there so i pulled over there and found out that they had taken and this is something that people don't realize they had taken the uh, monorail over and thought they could take the gondolas back because the gondolas are at epcot right yes but they're at the international gateway so if you don't have tickets you can't get to the gondolas. so Mm. um yeah, so they needed to get back to Artie Animation, so I took them over there, and they were really appreciative, and when I got there, they gave me this uh, nice thank you card, and signed, um, so it was the, uh, let me see, I've got it right here, the Massaro uh, Ra- Mesa- family from Pittsburgh. Um, and I just wanted to let them know if by chance they actually heard our show, how much that meant to me. And, uh, it's nice to get appreciated, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and most people do say thank you and stuff like that. But when you actually get a, a
0: little tangible thing from somebody,
1: it really makes you feel good. So what
0: did they do? Get, come back to the bus and give you a card? Yeah. Yeah. They had, they had them with them. Uh, oh, that they, was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. They made,
1: they made a bunch of them up and they pass them out to any cast member that they feel really helps them out. So
0: Oh, that's awesome, awesome people right there Dennis yeah. used to do that with uh he it was it was so cute what Dennis would do. he would uh before he went on his trip, he had little cards made up, and each day he put the tip for his maid in there
1: there
0: you go, yeah, I was like, aren't you special k Dennis aren't you special <laughs> k buddy no I really that's really awesome, John. I'd seen you post that, but I wasn't sure about what it was all about, so yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and and, and it really, you know, nothing special, but it it made me feel great. It really put means, me in a good mood.
0: So, means the I mean, world, dude.
1: Yeah, believe me, as a bus driver, I get a lot of grief, and I would say 99% of it, I I'd have no control over, but yet I I hear it. So <laughs> believe me, it's nice when somebody appreciates things.
0: No, that so. is awesome. You deserve that, Johnny. That's awesome. Now I thought that that was really cool when I seen that on Twitter. So thanks for being nice to our Johnny out there. Yeah. Johnny was Johnny on the spot, weren't you, John?
1: Yeah, th- I was, I was. So.
0: so where are you working today? Uh, Same thing? Animal Kingdom.
1: Animal okay. Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm I'm a floater at Animal Kingdom today, so I'm just waiting for calls when I get back to the bus. So
0: that's pretty cool. Uh, new Disney World tote bags arrive, John. Uh, new Disney Wilderness Lodge tote bags arrive. I love the resort authentic stuff for each resort that isn't just a Disney parks on it, which I hate. Yeah, the uh, the generic stuff. Yeah, but that tote bag looks really nice, don't it, John? Yeah, yeah, not bad at all. I could see. I think that would look good hanging on my shoulder, John.
1: <laughs> very, very stylish.
0: Not, but my wife's yes. A uh, Special edition of Family Feud airs tomorrow, August sixteenth. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. That would be a good. That would be good fun listening to all Disney questions, won't it, John? Yes,
1: yes. Any type of uh, Disney trivia is always fun,
0: right? Yeah, speaking of that, my, my sister-in-law, we watched the Black Widow over there yesterday, like I said. And I recommend it. And uh, But I like all Marvels anyway. So, But the girls actually liked it. But uh, Donna goes, hey, I got some questions for you for your show, see? Yeah, that's how she talked. Though. But anyway,
1: really? She uh, sounds like I'm a gonna,
0: 30s gangster, doesn't yeah, she? <laughs> exactly, no, I'm kidding. But I'm going to trick you guys. So she gave us six Disney questions from AARP because it was all about the 50th anniversary john i got six for six right buddy I, I imagine you would yeah and brenda did good too she was right next to me because brenda started yelling let me answer first <laughs> and but anyway it was there were some good questions too like they there was uh, most of them were multiple choice but all of them i yelled out before she even read the multiple choice <laughs> after was, i had to be me john i don't and you want to know something as much time as we spend on this, when something like that comes out, I want to show all my hard work, John. <laughs> it's, it's about the only valid, validation I get, if you follow me.
1: So did I, ever, did I ever tell you when I was doing my training at the Magic Kingdom before I started working at Pirates, um, mm-hmm. they always have to give you a tour and stuff. And uh, so one of the... Trainers came over and was giving us, me and about 15 other new people to the Magic Kingdom, the tour. And she kept asking these rhetorical questions about the park, and I kept answering them. <laughs> By the time <laughs> we were halfway through, she was rolling her eyes at me every time I <laughs> answered I, like, I can't help it.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sorry. it's like that teacher in class, the one one, oh, 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 pick me, pick yep. me. And, yep. and yep. the teacher's like, any of you other idiots know anything yeah. before I pick this guy again?
1: Again, yeah. yes.
0: yes. But, no, that's hysterical. But, yeah, we did good. I got six out of six. It like I forget the exact numbers, but it, the one question was, like, the difference in size by acres from Disneyland and Disney World. Like, Disneyland's like 500 acres, and Disney World's like 27,000. Know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, that's yep. the difference in it. I think yep. it's somewhere around those numbers exactly. But questions like that, which was pretty cool. And uh, they weren't, like, layups, all of them if you follow me yeah uh you got five more minutes sean
1: yep about that
0: uh halloween popcorn mix pops into hollywood studios i know you guys like your popcorn uh contemporary interior and exterior refurbishment still going on so if you're staying at the contemporary uh you're gonna have some construction going on right johnny
1: yeah yeah and finally most of the stuff got done at uh, the polynesian um i mean they're still finishing what looks like the lobby entrance and stuff but the uh uh main part you can is now open so it's a lot easier to drive the bus in and out of there finally so uh
0: i don't know what this is even news prep work continues ahead of canopy install installation on the tron light cycle i don't believe that's opening until it opens at this point john
1: i'm not real sure it's ever going to open are you
0: no me neither they just keep adding uh Really cool looking crap on the outside, but I don't see any previews on the inside. The same thing with Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't believe that's open either at this point. Do you?
1: Uh, you know, until uh, we finally got the previews for Ratatouille, I didn't know if it was ever going to open. Yeah. So, and it's done. So.
0: And this idiot. Did you hear about the Florida man sending threatening tweets to Disney executives? <laughs> Not bad. I. I, I I'm, my I buddy. My buddy John texted me. This wouldn't happen to Ben, you would it? You know my other buddy, who uh, John, up here, the Disney fan that I work with, on his phone, it's John Work Diz, this is my call sign for him because that's how me and him became big, big friends because he's a Disney fan. But uh, this idiot was like texting bomb threats and stuff like that to Disney executives. John, what a moron! Yeah, and he's yeah. and he's done it on other things too. So this isn't his first offense. So they need to throw the book at him.
1: Yeah, he's a complete moron and uh, apparently he doesn't even know how to make
0: up a a fake account,
1: so he's really stupid. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) They need to put him away for his own good.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh,
0: Walt Disney World Swan Reserve Hotel opening delayed to the end of September. So, check with them if you add earlier reservations. Uh, Bob Chapek is going crazy about this new Disney Genie, and I've heard good and things about bad things about that, John. I mean, it's getting to the point where I don't want to spend my whole time in my phone. Do you, John?
1: Yeah, but uh, no, but there's a lot of people that do. I, there was a, a woman and, and her husband was following her the other day at Hollywood Studios, and both of them were on their phones and totally engrossed in whatever they were doing, and they walked right out into the bus loop right in front of a bus. I'm oh. like, what are you even doing? I mean, what is that important that you can't watch
0: where you're walking? So. I mean, more morons. I bet they're not vaccinated either. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, my mouth went ahead of my brain there, John. You know how that is. Breezeway being painted in World Celebration neighborhood at Epcot. That's pretty cool. Uh, did nice. you see? Well, the reason being is it looked like horrible. It had like water stains all over. About time they painted I remember looking at that last time we were down there. I'm like, I wanted to get my paint out and go out and paint it.
1: I feel like that every time I work backstage at Epcot. Uh, grass needs to be mowed. And I'm like, well, if I came up here on my day off and just mowed, do you think they would complain? Because this is just hideous. <laughs>
0: uh, well, the hideous thing is like me too. And, and maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I work at all these casinos. And when you walk in back of house, I'm like, if people seen back of house, there would be nobody in front of house. Yep. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I mean, it's that dirty and bad. I mean, like the breezeways, the portico chairs in the back where the loading docks and are, it looks like some of them haven't been cleaned since the day they opened.
1: Oh, well, Doug, I did restaurants for years and years and years, and I always based on where I I would take my wife and my uh, son on what the back of the restaurants look like, and some of them, and, and fine dining establishments, you know, white tablecloths, expensive wine, expensive veal chops, and that type of food, and, and just pure nasty in the back absolutely disgusting
0: no it, it's sad and then i uh i'm working at a at a, i'm doing a a little uh library right now and there's a pizza place i won't say the name at the end of the building but i had to get water out behind it and i i, I the guy comes out and i'm putting water in the buckets and and we I, I said i would never eat here I, i'm because I'm, i was grossed out he had like a couple buckets of old grease in the back of the building yeah, uh, I mean, yep. there's an old grill back there, that look, like, and it's still hooked up the propane that he's using it. I don't think it was ever cleaned in its life. Now, I I like to leave the panino on my dr- drill a little bit as far as on the gr- like the cooking area. I clean it, but there's clean grill with with flavor on it, and then there's disgusting grill. You know exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about, right, John? Oh
1: yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Always have to brush it off.
0: Yes, I I always brush it off, but the grids, the grids don't look brand new, but every time before I cook, I take the brush to it. When it's, I heat it up completely, rub the brush. brush it down. Exactly. I wet the brush a little bit, grind it down a little bit, and, and then sometimes if, depending on what I'm cooking, I get my other brush and I squirt some oil, uh, olive oil on it and and grate the grids. Yep. But. I don't know. This girl here, I, I said to the guy, I said, I, I was thinking about coming down here for lunch. I wouldn't eat your place if I was starving. If I if I didn't eat in two months, I would take my chances on going to eat that grass over there. <laughs> I mean, it was just nasty, John. Uh,
1: yeah. I saw pave- a bunch of them.
0: Yeah. Pavement laid outside of Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic rewind, speaking of that. So things are getting close, John, and you're getting far. you got to go.
1: Yeah. It's about that time.
0: So... Ah, uh, oh jeez! Outbreak at Ready Creek Fire Department, John. They had an outbreak, I think, of COVID. Maybe did really? you hear about that? No, I haven't heard anything at all about it. Uh, well, it's the last thing I just seen. I'm sorry. According to reports in the Orlando Sentinel, there has been a COVID-19 outbreak at Walt Disney World's Ready Creek Fire Department, but first responders are not are not receiving support. Two employees tested positive at the end of July. And 10 total have contact COVID-19 at the le- at least two have been tested positive or already vaccinated. President of Ready Creek Fireworks Associated, John Sarely, said that contract tracing tr- revealed 90 out of 205 firefighters and pandemics on the staff have been exposed to the virus. Now, that's not good. It's a longer story here. But the thing I don't like, though, is, John, and I think they need to follow up more with this is they'll say that two people contacted it that are vaccinated but let me know the severity like they don't tell you like yeah if you get it most people that get it do not get sick from it they can carry it but don't get sick let me know if if they're really getting sick and that's where they're not reporting
1: yeah and even if they do get sick they don't ha- or aren't required Ain't to go severe. to the hospital so, exactly yeah, yeah there was a i saw an article that came out with the it was from the medical of houston from the hospitals there and it was uh i think out of 100 people 10 percent that were uh that had contacted covid were uh 10 were vaccinated but they were at home and the other 90 percent were uh unvaccinated and half of those were in the hospital
0: yeah, exactly so, I mean. yeah and then it's just like reporting the other day about teachers down in one county like four of them got it really bad that weren't vaccinated and one i think passed away from it and they're reporting it about the schools and all but here the school isn't even open yet they the way they were reporting it was like they caught it in the classroom at school here they got all four of them got it on vacation if you know yeah. yep yep it's, it's like the reporting is so, again as i go as we talk this isn't political people Get vaccinated to stay safe, and 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 all, both sides use this as a political football, and I'm tired of it. There yeah, needs to be a, a
1: straightforward yeah. situation, so. And it's you know.
0: not, and that's the problem. And that's the problem, also, why a lot of people aren't vaccinated because we don't know where the truth lies. And I try to tell everybody the truth lies. If you listen to all networks, it usually lies somewhere in in the middle. Like if two friends of yours get in a fight. You got to listen to both sides of their story, and somewhere in the middle is usually the truth. Am I right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. There's there's your side, my side, and the truth.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And that's the problem with this country. It's the Republican side. It's the Democratic side. People, the truth lies in the middle. Quit quit believing in everything your party says because they're they're all liars, in my opinion. Anyway, John, have a blessed and wonderful day. Have a magical day, everybody out there. Please head over to <laughs> iTunes. If you don't like us. You can have an opinion, and we will still like you. I believe me, John. I was eviscerated on one of our, wasn't I, John?
1: I don't know what you're talking about.
0: Exactly. But anyhow, please head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Our buddy Robbie, I want to say hello to him. Did you see how good he ate in Las Vegas this week, John?
1: Yeah, he uh, he had some fantastic meals, didn't he?
0: Yes. Our buddy Jim Tucker's still retweeting our stuff. Our buddy Robbie was really nice. He said he was. We entertained him his whole way home from Las Vegas. After a trip at Las Vegas, the last thing I'd be thinking about was listening to the us two idiots. What about you, John?
1: Probably not. You already lost your money. So
0: Yes, that. now you got to listen to my big mouth. But anyway, Robbie, Jim Tucker, Evan, all you guys, and Judith, and everybody that listens to our show, thank you for all your support. We really appreciate it. John, you head back to work. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a great week. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here.